Salutations, Scoob Believer. Do you have a dream of becoming an entrepreneur, but don't know where to start or even what to do? Where can I gather information quickly about what's in my zone of genius? Don't worry, Scoob Believers. I got you covered. Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt and check out an amazing set of AI prompts that will give you ideas, information, and articles to help you get across that start line. Once again, go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt to get you started now. Good luck, Scuba Lever. Salutations, Scuba Lever. And we're here again with episode number 64 of The Undiscovered Entrepreneur. And it's me, DJ Scoob. <laughs> Coming at you on whatever device you happen to be listening on. All right, today, so we are going to talk about, first of all, the Scuba Lever of the Week. And the Scuba Lever of the Week is, drumroll please, thank you very much, Soul Wizard Podcast on TikTok. Now, Soul Wizard Podcast is a TikTok and a podcast, of course, that's been liking a lot of my things. And I guess they're, they actually have uh, information about different types of comic books. So I have a really kind of soft spot in my heart for comic books. I used to collect comic books when I was younger. I still have a lot of them. And so I'm really glad they like what I do. So, Soul Wizard Podcast, thank you for being the Scoob Believer of the Week. And we will link your TikTok in the show notes. So if anybody has any questions about who Soul Wizard Podcast is, look down in the show notes and you'll find out. Okay, so today we are actually doing something quite different than we usually do. So I don't know if you heard, but about a couple weeks ago, I did my first live on Facebook and on YouTube. So we're going to actually play that live for you right now. Uh, it's pretty awesome for being my first time, if I do say so myself, covering some very, very key topics that I like to talk about. So let's go ahead and listen to me <laughs> talk about Across the Start Line. All right. Hello, Scoop Believers, and welcome to my very first live stream for the Undiscovered Entrepreneur. And it's me. DJ Scoob, <laughs> uh, basically coming at you from this particular device this time. <laughs> all right. So um, first of all, I just want to let y'all know I'm really happy to be here. This is my very first time doing anything like this. So any kind of constructive criticism, I will definitely take. Uh, one thing I'll let you know right up front, I won't be able to answer any questions until the very end. So please, if you can help it, hang on to all your questions until the very end. Now, if you're watching live, Please, somewhere in the comments, put hashtag live. If you're watching the replay, please put hashtag replay. That way I know when and where and what's going on and how you're actually viewing this. So I really appreciate it if you did that for me. Okay, so right now we're gonna go ahead and get into how to get across the start line. We're actually gonna start this with a story because I love stories. So here's how we're gonna do this. So we are going to the Coliseum. We're going to the a local Coliseum there, and on the top, along the top there, it says Entrepreneur Olympics. We're here to see the Entrepreneur Olympics. Isn't that great? So as we're going to walk into the, into the stadium, we're going to see a huge, huge field in front of us with a racetrack, you know, one of those racetracks that go around in a circle there, and with the numbers on it and the lines and all that. And we're all excited to be there. We'll walk out there. And we find our seats. We finally find where we're supposed to sit because you know the place is always crowded and you got places all over the, to be able to sit. And we sit down next to a guy wearing, you know, three-piece suit, really nice, but he's got this huge home, you know, one of those foam fingers. And he's shaking around like this and saying, 
Number one is number one. And you say to yourself, well, what the heck does that mean? Who knows? So you sit down and you know, you came a really long way to see this race. So you're really, really, really super excited. And you look down and you see it's time for the main event. It's time for the five man, 1000 dash, 1000 meter dash to success. This is the top line. This is exactly what you've been coming to see. So we're so excited. We look down there, we, oh, there's the runners. I can see the runners down there. Yeah, what, what, what are they wearing? What are the runners wearing? It looks like they're wearing those shorts, like normal runner shorts. And they got really colorful shoes on. You know, they have the bright colors and things like that, but they're wearing jackets, like blazers and, and dress jackets. And they're all wearing suit and ties. What? That's not like a normal racer, but okay. We came almost way, but as we'll see it. So you sit down and you get you're really excited. You're ready for that gun to go off. And here comes the guy, with the starter guy. I don't know what his official name is, but here comes the starter guy. And he holds up the starter gun like this. And we're ready, set, bang! Now the race starts. What I'm gonna do with you is take you between every runner. There's five runners, one, two, three, four, five. There's five runners. We're gonna see how each runner actually gets across the start line, all right? So we're gonna start with runner one. Runner number one, he's ready to go, and he's down there, and we're ready, and ready, set, bang! All of a sudden, you see runner one leap up into the air. He got scared, and then what happens? He runs in the other direction. Hey, come back! Why is he running the wrong direction? Oh, look at that. He's running, he's running all the way to the dressing rooms. Wow, what happened to him? I guess we're, I guess we're just not going to see him for the rest of the race. How strange is that? Okay, so now we're going to talk about runner two. Here comes runner two. And ready, set, bang! And we got runner two, and he, and he gets up, and he, he starts running. And then he stops. After about two or three sets, he stops and shakes his head and starts walking back like, ah, I don't know, let's, let's try that again. Okay, so we're gonna get down there and, and, no, that's no good, let's try a different stance. He just won't start. Why won't he start? He keeps trying to get himself the right way in the right position so he can get across the start line. Well, that's no good. We're never going to see him even cross the finish line. That's for gosh darn sure. So let's see what runner number three does. Runner number three looks pretty awesome. So let's see what he does. So runner number three. Ready, set, bang. There goes runner three. And he's running. And he's running. Okay, he got. He actually took off. That's awesome. He's running to that first corner. He's running. Well, what's he doing? He sat down right in the middle of everything and shaking his head. And I'm close enough because, you know, the seats are right there on the track so you can hear. You're close enough to hear him. He goes, what am I doing here? I'm not, I don't belong here. I'm not supposed to be here. Why am I even here? Who am I to be able to run with in the Olympics? What is going on? Well, it doesn't look like he's going to be going any further than that. So I guess we're not going to see much from him anymore. So let's start with. Let's go next to runner four, runner number four. Okay, yeah, runner number four. So we got it, ready, set, bang, there goes runner four. Holy cow, he takes right off. Man, he's sure is picking up steam. He's turning the first corner, and oh, he passed up that runner three guy a long time ago. He's way back there. 
and they're, oh, he's going even faster. I've never seen a man move that fast. He's going fast, man. He's picking up. He's getting too fast. What's going on? Oh, whoa, jeez. He jumped over the, he hit a wall. He jumped over and just landed. You know, you see those cartoons and they, they run right into the walls. Yeah, that's exactly what happened to runner four. Wow, I've never seen anything like that. Well, we're definitely not going to see him in the rest of the race because he splatted against the wall because he ran too fast. All right, so finally runner five. I don't know about this runner five guy. He looks a little, little shaky, but okay, let's see what happens. Ready, set, bang. There goes the gun and runner five takes off. He's jogging. He's doing okay. He's moving. He's kind of slow, but you know, he's, he's getting there. He's going around the corner. First corner. He passes up runner three. Wait, he stopped. He's, why'd he stop? He's kind of looking around. Now he looks like he's deep in thought. What? Oh, wait a minute. Wait just a minute. His eyes are getting big. He looks like he just got a great idea. Oh, wow, there he goes. He's starting to take off again. Look at him go. He ran to the second corner. He's in front of everybody. But he stopped again. Why would he stop again? He's, he's ahead. Oh, wow. He even took a couple steps backwards. Why would he take steps backwards? Oh, look at him. Wait a minute. There he goes. There he goes again. He's running the third quarter. He's really picking up Steve. He's really... And he's running the fourth quarter. It's right there. It's too bad I had my money on runner one. <laughs> and he finished. Yay, runner five finished the race. And he succeeds to finishing the race. Wow. That's a, that's a race I'm never going to forget. I can tell you that right now. So what I'd like to do at this point now is each runner actually had something that stopped him from going across the start line or once they actually got across the start line, stopped and had an issue or a problem. So what I'm gonna do here is analyze each runner. We're gonna analyze the first two runners today and then the next runner, third, uh, third runner and fourth runner next month at the same time in the same place right here. We're going to analyze runner three and four. So today we're analyzing runner number one. Runner number one is something that I think just about everybody goes through in their entrepreneurial adventure. Runner one is fear. Fear is the one thing that really stops anybody from getting across the start line. No matter who you are, where you are, if you have that initial fear where you run the other direction, you're not going to get started. You're going to go backwards. You're going to go back to that, that comfy place. That's where he's running. That's where that runner is going to back to his comfy place where he knows everything is, is comfortable. And we all know if we want to succeed in an entrepreneur adventure, we got to get over the comfort zone. We got to get past that comfort zone so we can see what's going on next, see where it takes us. So one of the first fears I talk about, and it really kind of is dear to my heart and it's the fear of no. I think the fear of no is one of those things that we always think about when we're What if they say no to us? What if I get started and they say, no, I don't want that. Nobody wants that. Why would you want that? We all have to understand and realize that yes lives in the world of no. 
we have to get through the no's to be able to get to the yeses of what we want to do. So make sure when you're thinking about and you come across that fear of no, no is not always no. No is just a stepping stone to yes. We got to keep that in mind as we go along. Some of us are afraid of the future. If we take this adventure, if we take these steps, where is that going to leave us in six months? Where is that going to leave us in a year? We don't know. And a lot of people will fear the unknown. Gosh knows I did when I first started doing this whole thing. I don't know what's going to happen next. I don't know what this, where this is going to take me. Why would I want to go there if I have no idea what's happening? So we tend to kind of shy away from it because we don't know what the future holds for us and we fear what we don't know. And that's a human trait. It's getting over that fear of the unknown, getting over the fear of not knowing what's gonna happen next and taking it for what it is so we know what's gonna happen. We're not gonna know what's gonna happen until we actually get there. If we don't get there, we're never gonna know. We're gonna have regret. We're gonna wonder, you know, we're gonna get to that point where, you know, I wish I would've took that step because I don't know what would've happened. Let's not have that happen to us. That happens way too many times to, to people that I talk to. Day in, day out. They're scared of what was gonna happen and now they don't know what's going to happen. So let's keep that in mind. Number three, I'm gonna talk about fear. And this is something I actually talked about in uh, another video, a fear of inspiration. Some people are afraid of inspiration so they don't have it. They tend to take inspiration and push it to the side or, or let somebody else deal with it. Inspiration is something we all can have at one point or another, as long as we're thinking about what we're doing. Let's not fear inspiration. Inspiration is what actually drives us to our next level because we gotta have those inspirations. We gotta have those thoughts. We gotta have those ideas because if we don't explore those ideas, then they're just ideas. Kind of like, I, I heard a riddle one time where it's like, five frogs are on a log. Four of them decide to jump off. How many, how many frogs are back on the log there? All five are still on the log. Why? Because they only decided to, to jump. They didn't actually do the physical jump. And whenever I think about inspiration, we have to inspire ourselves and sometimes others too, to make that jump off the log into the, the thing that we don't know what's gonna happen next. But as long as it's in our hearts, the inspiration is in our hearts, we know it'll take us to the next level. All right, so the next one, runner two. Runner two is something I come across a lot in my entrepreneur adventure, and that is perfection. A lot of us will not do anything unless it's perfect. We will not move. We won't do anything until it's exactly the right time, until it's exactly the right place, until the time is right. How many of us waited until the time was right? I, I did for a while. For a long while, it was the time's not right. The situation's not right. It's got to be that perfect time. It's never going to be the perfect time. I'm telling you right now, it's just not. We have to overcome that perfection of waiting for the right time to make something happen for ourselves. 
we have to make something happen for ourselves now. We have to do it today. That's why my tagline is, I can, I am, I will, and I'm doing it today. We're doing things now when we're thinking about it. It's really important for us to not wait till that perfect time comes across. Because if we do, we're gonna be stagnant. We're not gonna do anything because we're that perfect time's never gonna happen. Why are we waiting for this perfect time to happen? The perfect time to do it is now. Right now. A lot of us come across something that's called paralysis by analysis. Paralysis by analysis, I think it's kind of obvious, but basically what it means is we're not doing anything because we're analyzing everything so rigidly and so harshly that we don't do anything. We don't make that jump because we want to make sure it's perfect. We want to analyze the situation. We want to see how it's going to happen. But if we take way too long making sure we analyze everything, that we make sure that this is right and the square, the square is supposed to be or the circle where the circle is supposed to be, it's never going to happen. Never going to happen because we're waiting. We're back to that waiting game again. Perfection ends up equaling procrastination. It's kind of weird to have those two in the same sentence, but if you really think about it, we're waiting for something to happen. And what's another wait? Uh, another word for waiting? Procrastination. We're making excuses not to start. We're making excuses. It's gotta be perfect. Are we, does it really have to be perfect to get started? No. Trust me, look where I am right now. Is this perfect? No. <laughs> That's for sure. But I'm still doing stuff. Why? Because I feel in my heart this is the right thing for me to do. This is the next step I need to take. And I'm going to take that step. So let's take those, those, both of those into consideration as we're going along our entrepreneur adventure. And remember, right or one is fear. We're going to choose perfection. I'm really curious to see which one of these you are. You this person that's listening and watching right now. Yeah, you, I see you staring at me. I'm talking to you. Which one of these runners are you? Uh, go in the comments, just put a number. One, you don't even have to explain yourself. Put in the comments, number one or number two. So, as we go along here, I just wanna let you know that this is actually going to be the subject for a book that I'm writing called Getting Across the Start Line. If you would like to follow me as I'm actually writing this book, I will send you updates of the book itself as I make it chapter to chapter, updating the books until finished. So technically, when I am done, you will have a full free copy of this book that I'm writing. So what I'd like you to do, if you could, go to toepodcast.net backslash start line. If you do that, you will get updates on my book as it's being written. And I'm, I'm always looking for feedback. If you think there's something that you'd like to see different or something that doesn't feel right for you, I'm open to listening to what you have to say about it. Now, if you decide you want to reply back to that email, just, just reply back. Let me know your story of fear. Let me know your story of perfection. If you do that, there's a good chance that I might actually have you featured in my book 
because I'm currently writing it right now. I can actually put you in the book about your story about fear or perfection. If you want to know more about me too, you can always look me up. My links are all on Linktree. So it's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash DJ Scoob. That's S-K-O-O-B. And you can see all the stuff that I'm putting together right now on the YouTube, on the podcast, uh, coaching, anything along those lines. I'm here for you. You are who I'm here for. So hearing from you and knowing where I can help you is going to be beneficial to both of us. So please, if you like what you heard and you want to get involved in what I'm doing, go right now. TUEpodcast.net backslash start line. Let's start working on this together. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me on my first live. Doesn't look like we have anybody here. That's okay. I'm perfectly fine. This is actually mostly practice for me. But if you come and watch the replay and you want and you have a question that you'd like answered, go ahead and put it in the comments. I would really love to hear it. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. You'll have a wonderful day, and we'll see you on the other side. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs> All right, school believers, and that was me talking about the few things that stop us from getting across the start line in our entrepreneur adventure and the basis of the book that I am currently writing right now, Get Across the Start Line. And please, please take advantage of the giveaway I have going on around, just in case you missed it. It is tuepodcast.net backslash start line. Go to that website, sign up to get updates on my book, and ultimately you will have the entire book for free in the very end. So really look into that. I really would appreciate it. Uh, thank you for listening. I know the audio isn't that great because it was my first time doing a live. So hopefully you got through it all. Okay. Um, stay tuned for the second half of this talk. The second half of this talk will be taking place February 13th at 4 p.m. Central Time. So if you go into YouTube right now, or pretty close to right now anyway, and set up a reminder for yourself on my channel, Undiscovered Entrepreneur. So when that comes around, you could go ahead and take a look at that and uh, partake in possibly being there present as I'm doing the second half of that talk. Once again, I just wanted to kind of say uh, I did not make it to PodFest as of this recording right now. Today is the first day of PodFest. I did attend uh, virtually, which was interesting. I did to get a chance to talk to a lot of people. And if you look at my social medias, you can see how close I actually came to making it to PodFest. I have a good friend named Amy of uh, Grounded in Maine podcast and the owner of Amy's Garden Jam, and she was there at PodFest, and she grabbed my tag for me. So they actually even made a lanyard for me for being there, but I wasn't there to get it. But she grabbed it for me. Thank you, Amy. I really appreciate that. And so that's how close we got. Now, last year, I actually talked about going to PodFest uh, the first year I was recording. I didn't even get that far. So I'm thinking the next year I will actually show up. <laughs> we'll have to see how things go. But uh, I'm starting now. I'm starting to save money now. I'm starting to make products now so I can save up the money and actually go next year. So now is the time, as I usually say. So please help me along with that if you can. I wanted to give a huge thank you to Good Pods. Good Pods right now has their rankings that just came out. 
So as of this recording, I want to say thank you to Good Pods. Undiscovered Entrepreneur is right now number two in business, number one in careers, and number one in entrepreneurship. So thank you, Good Pods, for having me on your platform. Thank you for everything. And thank you, School Believers, for helping me get there. All right. That being said, thank you so much. And we will see you on the next episode. Have a great evening, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> As a worker of two full-time jobs and a podcast and a coach, every minute counts in my day-to-day. -day. It's hard to be consistent in any of my social medias. And at this point, I just can't hire a social media manager. It's just too gosh darn expensive. Pinnacle AI to the rescue. I've been using Pinnacle AI for a couple of weeks now and seen big improvements in my reach and consistency. Do you want to have time and increase your productivity too? Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI for more information. Save yourself time and grow your brand. Try it now and see what it can do for you.